talk about the gospel a lot, but sometimes it can be hard to explain exactly what that means. In this series, we're talking about Alive in Five, which is a simple and easy to remember way to tell the story of Jesus with five symbols that represent five points in that story. We hope you enjoy this series from Apex students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little more like Jesus. Has it ever taken you an embarrassingly long amount of time to learn something? Like you went your whole life not really understanding it and you look around and everyone gets it, but you didn't quite figure that out in your time. Or like you spend your whole life um, being wrong about something and then you suddenly discover that you had been mistaken for all of time. This is the whole I was today years old idea, and I just wish I remembered the first meme I saw, because that's a great meme, the first I was today years old meme. Uh, But that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, When you spend your whole life not realizing something or not really understanding something. I had a friend in high school. uh, We went to youth group together. Her name was Brittany, and I loved Brittany, um, but I also made fun of Brittany a whole lot. And so it was super fun. Most of the time, she knew I was joking. She would make fun of me as well, and it was like, you know, nobody's feelings were hurt. Well, most of the time. Um, So one time, Brittany texted me because our youth group friends were all going to hang out together. And she said to me, okay, we'll play it by year. And I said, Brittany, play it by year? Question mark. And I, because I just needed to make sure it wasn't a typo. And she was like, yeah, you know, we'll just like see how it goes. And I said, Brittany, I think you mean play it by ear. And just so you know, I will be making fun of you a lot right now. And so I told everyone that story and made fun of her a lot. But it was, you know, it was mean, but it was also very funny, very fun for me. Um, For me, it was, um, this is also embarrassing, a part of this balanced breakfast. I just, I didn't really understand what that meant because I hear that phrase in a cereal commercial, a part of this balanced breakfast. I didn't really understand it. Um, I was literally picturing a breakfast, that beautiful breakfast they show on the commercial on a skateboard. And, uh, it was great on the skateboard because it was, you know, so balanced. And, you know, I saw the breakfast they had on that commercial and it really didn't make sense to me because I didn't, I'd never seen a breakfast like that, right? In those commercials, you got your cereal, but you also got orange juice and toast and an apple and like steak and eggs and pancakes and waffles and oatmeal. And I'm like, I, that is not what my breakfast looks like at all. And then one day I learned that my breakfast, my just cereal, my just sugary cereal was not actually enough to sustain me for, you know, what I needed to do that day. So believe it or not, Lucky Charms are not chock full of nutrients. Um, So that's what a part of this balanced breakfast means. You can't just eat cereal and think that you're getting the nutrition that you need. I think we all have stuff in this life, if we're honest, that we, we didn't quite learn until way later in life, or we didn't realize we were wrong about until too late in life, it seems. And sometimes this stuff can be really big things. So last week, we talked about some of the big decisions that people in this room were facing. And uh, we talked about like people dealing with friendships, people dealing with like drugs and peer pressure. Um, Some of you were asking what to do after high school. And like, those are some really, really big questions. And at some point, all of us are faced with huge questions and decisions. So recently, we've been talking about how to get connected to God, and part of that is this communication with the Holy Spirit and how God can help us and speak to us. You probably have questions, though, about what that actually means. Who is the Holy Spirit? What does he actually do for us? So 
Today on this podcast, I think we're going to answer some of those questions. And by the time we're done, I need you to understand the Holy Spirit better. And I think you will. Um, And I also want you to know that we all have someone that we can go to. Our God cares about those big questions and decisions and needs. And we can have a source that we can go to to process those things. So you may have seen the symbols, these five symbols that we've been studying. You may have seen them around. And we use these five symbols. It's called Alive in Five. And we use them to tell the story of the gospel. It lays out Jesus' story in a beautiful way with symbols that are going to prompt us to remember words. And the idea is to be able to answer people when they ask us big questions about what we believe. So we can tell the story of Jesus really, really simply and easily. And like those can be tough questions to answer. So I want you to have this tool that you can use to be able to answer questions about your faith and what what Jesus actually did and what that story actually looks like. So we've been studying these five symbols one at a time. And tonight we are talking about the fifth and final symbol, and that is the flame. And the phrase that goes with that flame is that the Holy Spirit will help us live for God. The Holy Spirit will help us live for God. So we're going to talk today about the Holy Spirit. So first of all, I want to clear up who the Holy Spirit is. So we've talked about the Trinity at Apex before, and um, we talk about our God is three in one. That word Trinity, tri-unity, three and one. And I know that's confusing. I don't completely understand it. We can't quite completely comprehend it, Um, but we believe that our God is three and also one at the same time. He's the Father and the Son, who is Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is not just like a ghost, right? Like we, people have called him the Holy Ghost, and that can be a little confusing because our, our Holy Spirit is not spooky. <laughs> it's not like this, this imaginary like spirit thing. Um, with the Holy Spirit, we can see through, through like history that Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has emotions, The Holy Spirit can get ticked off and disappointed. He can do things and he helps us. He's not just this vapor that can't really interact with us. The Holy Spirit is a person. And you'll notice that's why I'm not calling the Holy Spirit an it. I'll refer to the Holy Spirit as a he because he is a person of that Trinity, that three and one. Uh, And we need to treat him that way. So all that to say the Holy Spirit is not a spooky ghost. All right. So the second question that you might, that might come to your mind is what does the Holy Spirit actually do? And we've talked in the, in Apex about what happens when we accept Jesus' sacrifice on the cross as the payment for our sins. We make him our Lord and Savior. And we said that it gives us eternal life in heaven after death. And it also gives us abundant life here on earth. And you can read that in John 10, 10. The Holy Spirit plays a big part in giving us that abundant life. The Holy Spirit helps us have abundant life. So the rest of the ideas we talk about um, today in this podcast, we'll, we'll feed back into that idea, but this is the basis. That abundant life is a big part of what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. When we're doing life with God, it will be an abundant life. There's a man named John, and he recorded the events of Jesus's life. We talked about this guy before as well. And John quoted Jesus as saying this about the Holy Spirit. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. That was in John's writing in chapter 14, verse 26. 
So first, Jesus here is speaking about the Holy Spirit and he calls the Holy Spirit the advocate. And this word can also mean like a comforter, a counselor, and a source of peace. So all of that together says to me that the Holy Spirit is on our team. He is on our team. And that's what being an advocate really means, right? So he's pulling for us. He's rooting for us. And it means that he comforts us and he cares for us when we're hurt, all because the Holy Spirit is on our team. The second uh, thing that this, this verse, John 14, 26, teaches us um, is a big part of what the Holy Spirit does. And Jesus says that the Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us. The Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us. He helps us live in light of who we are in God. And he teaches us how to navigate the pressures and decisions of life. And he does that and reminds us of what Jesus said and did. He teaches us and reminds us. And that's just another way the Holy Spirit helps us and leads us into abundant life by teaching us and reminding us. You may have had that little angel on your shoulder when you have a big decision to make or, or you're facing like a temptation, you, or you're tempted to choose a, make a bad choice. That, that voice in your head that's teaching you and reminding you about the right things to do, that's what we call the Holy Spirit. One of the specific ways the Holy Spirit teaches us is um, he helps us to use our gifts for God. Now, God has wired each and every one of us with co- a combination of strengths and weaknesses, probably more weaknesses than strengths, if we're being honest, but every one of us has strengths. Every one of us has something that we're good at, and God made us that way. And the Holy Spirit helps us discover those gifts, discover the, the strengths that God has given us. He helps us develop them and get better at them over our lifetime, and then deploy them and use them for God and use them for ministry and dedicate them to God and give glory to God through the gifts that he's given us. There's one more big element to what the Holy Spirit does that we we haven't quite hit yet. And this is the key to making a difference for God in your life. This is the difference between just like having Jesus as your savior and like just living and getting into heaven and making a difference for God in your life. And this is that the Holy Spirit will give us power and boldness. The Holy Spirit gives us power and boldness. And the question obviously is power and boldness for what? Great question. Let me answer it. Well, let me let a man named Luke answer it. A man named Luke uh, was very interested in what happened when Jesus came to earth. So he recorded the events of life, the events of the life of Jesus, just like John did. uh, But he didn't stop at the end of Jesus's life. He also recorded events after Jesus died and Jesus came back to life. Jesus ascended into heaven. And he also recorded the events of the people that followed Jesus after Jesus died. He was very interested in all of that was happening. So he writes uh, in in his book called Acts, um, which is right before Jesus left in Acts 1.8. This is the moment before Jesus ascended into heaven. He left earth. He said this, Jesus said this, but you will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This is literally the last thing that Jesus said. He died, he came back to life, and the very last thing he said before he ascended back into heaven, his last words. Now, last words are important, right? Jesus said a ton of stuff, so I'm sure he was very careful with his last words. And the last thing he said to the people who are living for him was that the Holy Spirit is going to give you power, and you're going to use that power to tell more people about me. Now, that sounds kind of scary. I'm willing to admit that. Um, But first, like telling people about Jesus and making a difference in the world for God, to me, first sounds exciting and it sounds right. 
I wonder if you can identify that. I hope you with that. I hope you can. That it sounds really exciting, and it also just sounds like what I'm supposed to do. That does feel like that that God is calling me to do that. But quickly after, it feels exciting. It's terrifying. Quickly after I'm excited about it, I am afraid. But the Holy Spirit helps us with that too. And so Luke is writing about what happened in the early church and the people that were following Jesus uh, after he ascended, what happened after he left. And so Luke writes this in Acts 4.31. He said, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. This is a literally, the building was shaken. It felt like an earthquake. The place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Now, these people were cowering and they were terrified about what was going to happen. They were hiding in this building because they were following Jesus and Jesus was killed. And so if Jesus was killed, it would stand to reason that the people who followed Jesus were at risk. So they were fearing for their lives. They were cowering in this building. But then the Holy Spirit happened. (laughs) Something happened. The Holy Spirit fell. It felt like an earthquake. It was such a big deal. And these people who were hiding, afraid for their lives, were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were filled with that power that Jesus said was going to happen. And they spoke the word of God boldly. And if you think about like the disciples, the 12 disciples were all put to death. They were all uh, 11 actually witnessed people, witnessed them being put to death and the 12th left on an island to die. They were put to death for what they believed. So they went from cowering in a room, cowering in a building to being put to death, to proclaiming the word of God till their very last breath. And the reason that that changed, the big courage change that happened in their heart was because of the power and boldness of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gave them what they needed to fulfill their purpose. Because the Holy Spirit will help us live for God. We've made some, I think we've made some great strides in understanding what that means tonight, what it means for the Holy Spirit to help us live for God, what what the Holy Spirit actually does, what he does for our lives to help us live an abundant life. But you may be asking, how do I get in touch with this Holy Spirit fella? So if I hear about an amazing pizza place, you better send me an address. If I hear about an amazing Amazon deal, that I don't need to buy, but I need to know that there's an amazing deal. You better send me a link because I'm going to make that purchase. And so what do we have to do to connect ourselves to this source of help in our lives to connect ourselves with the Holy Spirit? Well, the answer to that question is not going to shock you. um, If you've heard anything about what Apex does, and and if you've been a part of our community for a while, because it's stuff we talk about, talk about a lot in this, in this group. First of all, that we need to get connected to God through what we call a 10 and 10. And that means 10 minutes a day in prayer and 10 minutes a day in scripture, reading what God has done throughout history every day, 10 and 10. And when you spend that much time with God every day, the Holy Spirit's voice gets louder in your life. Just like the people that you hang out with, just like a certain friend, if you spend a lot of time with a certain friend, that person becomes more of an influence in your life. You're going to get more texts from that person. You're going to have more lunchtime conversations with that person. When you spend that much time with God, the Holy Spirit's voice gets louder in your life. And when you can hear him better, he can teach you better, he can remind you better, and he can comfort and guide you better, and he can give you more wisdom, and he can give you power and boldness to live your life for him. When you get closer to God, you can hear his voice better. The other thing I think is important here about getting connected to the Holy Spirit is to be part of a faith community. Now we need, we all need to be around people 
that put God first. Very much like this Apex group. You may be listening as a part of Apex. This is a faith community that you've plugged into, and that's amazing. And we need to be around people um, our age, first of all, but also around people that are older and younger than us, um, because this community will help us when we're down. This is a resource, something that people we can go to when we're feeling down. People that will support us whenever things are going wrong. People that will guide us when we have a big decision or question. And not only do we find this resource in this group, but we can also be that resource for the other people in that community. It's so, so important. We see community all over what Luke wrote about in the early church. The people in the early church knew that they needed each other, and that has not changed for the people of God. We need each other. You don't do this faith thing alone. So to get connected to the Holy Spirit, spend time with God in 10 and 10, and secondly, get connected to a faith community, and Apex is a great one. But it doesn't have to be this one, but get connected to a faith community. Because when we get connected to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will help us live for God. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this podcast, for this opportunity that uh, of putting your word through the airwaves, putting your word on the internet for people to hear. God, I thank you for this, this uh, medium to communicate. And God, this message is so important about what you do in our lives, what the Holy Spirit actively does in our lives, God. And I thank you so much that we can learn from your word. L- look at this book that has recorded what you have done throughout history and learn how to do this thing. And God, the things that are not explicitly said in the Bible, we have the Holy Spirit. We have you, your presence to guide us, to direct us, and to comfort us and to give us wisdom. And we thank you so much for your Holy Spirit, that you not only speak um, to us when we get connected to your word, we hear your voice louder, but also when we're connected to a faith community, we hear your voice through other people. And I'm so thankful that you didn't just leave us alone to figure out abundant life on our own, but that you sent the advocate, the comforter, the counselor to be on our team and help us to live in abundant life. Thank you, God. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Students podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little more like Jesus.